I said ba. I said ba. I said ba. Lean analysis. All right. Well, thank you for that, Glenn. And Glenn. Glenn, Andrew, and David, and myself get on a here to chat today about how COVID has moved us into remote work. That means no commuting to work. So let's start off the discussion. Is it best for BAs to work on site or remotely? I've got some opinions that have been very recently formed over the last few months on this. And well, I've yes, just Andrew, we know you're very opinionated, but let's get into the topic. I've been amazed at how productive that I have become, and not only myself, but but the people I'm working with, you know, stakeholders, project team members, and and who would have thought? Who would have thought that by splitting us all up and working at home, we could be that that much more productive? I'm, it's just extraordinary. But productive, I mean, that's only an aspect of it because you might be more productive. But we're talking about business analysis, not your productivity. I mean, uh, you might have a very good situation in your house. We're just talking about we need to separate that from the work of business analysis. I think. But also, how effective has that productivity been? Is it actually meeting our stakeholders' requirements? It certainly is. That's what productive is. I'm producing for my stakeholders, and oh, no. and it is a it's a very good point that David makes that not everyone is set up right. If you've got four children who aren't at school because you know they can't go there, it's very different. But if you're working, you know, with the right equipment, and you have a little peace and quiet around you, then it's very good. And I think I suppose that is my point here, that it can be if you have are lucky enough to have a very good environment. Then it, it's very good, and I know, I know, Glenn. I know you're going to go on about how important it is to meet with people. Don't, don't we steal your thunder here? You know how well, how you, you love to well. be in the room, them in the but eye. But I would go and back it, to the productivity. I don't measure productivity with with quality. You may produce thousands of tons, a million tons of coal. But is it the right coal for what you want to do with it? Is it smelting coal or is it thermal coal that you're producing? You go cast nasturtiums on my coal here, really. That's right. I, think, I, think I love my flowers. Yes. Brown coal is no better than any other coal I say. I think you, we can't get these topics mixed up. We need to separate out what um, being productive as a business analyst about engaging our stakeholders and actually um, producing the work is different from just the aspect of working from home. Is it better than working from um, working from work? Um, and whether it works for us or not? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's the rapport. We have to develop the rapport with our stakeholders, and doing that over in the past the telephone which is muted into... Uh, we're not working with telephones anymore, Glyn. And I mean, we don't have to contact said, the operator anymore. Let me finish. It's morphed into a Zoom meeting, but that is not getting us face-to-face and the nuances with being able to meet Steady someone on. in the it's flesh. Steady on, Glyn. It is nothing but face-to-face. We are staring at faces all day long now. There's stacks of faces. We are staring... I say too much at our own face. I've only just figured out how to off my own face there. And they're coming up with more ways of seeing faces on these things. And we are getting, we are meeting faster with people. People are turning up on time for meetings. Meetings are ending quickly. 
we're not waiting around for um, you know. And let's face it, we are talking about meetings. Mm-hmm. Right, this is it. Well, let's focus work at meetings. Let's split it up like that. And in the end, or put it this way, when we started with this, it was all a little awkward, right? But now we have it down. Right? Everyone, we're developing the etiquette, and we're getting a lot more done. Well, example I'm, here, right? In the past, let me give you an example here. In the past, we used to wait five or ten minutes for these people to come well, and turn up to the meeting. If they turned minutes up at all. In government, 15 yeah. minutes in government. 15 minutes. Well, there you go. And now they are turning up in the first few minutes. It's just. No, well, I'm glad they are in your universe, <laughs> but in my universe, I'm still having to wait five to ten minutes for people to come into the Zoom meeting. Oh, well, look, I took an advantage on the times. I must admit, there have been times when I've been a little late coming to the meeting, and my colleagues have been so thoughtful as to send me little reminders. Well, yeah, and it's funny. We're, in, we're all embarrassed for being three minutes late, and we apologize exactly. profusely. Not 15 minutes late, as in government work. Yeah. That's a very good point, a very good point. And then we can send little reminders, and you go, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, I forgot I meant to be there. And 10 seconds later, you're there. <laughs> you haven't picked everything up. You haven't walked out the room. You haven't just figured out, God, which meeting room was it? No, no. Oh, I might have put on the washing, but that's about it. <laughs> well, look, look, we won't think about that. Well, you know, let's think about that. That's another angle. But we can get there later about the blend, the back balance, mm. the work-life balance. It used to be that work-life balance was really just about working less. Right? I mean, in my mind, that's what it was. But what I'm finding, if I can get up and do a load of laundry and get back into a sit down, and get up and walk the dog, go back, that is work life balance. And I'm not working less than I'm achieving the balance. Well, actually, I'm, I'm finding that I'm, I'm, I'm too concentrated. I've, I've been going back to work um, uh, a little bit of time in the last couple of weeks. And I find that it actually gets me out of the house before and gets me more refreshed. Uh, rather than being stuck in the same room. But that, I think that goes beyond remote working. Because there's, there's difference between working at home for COVID, because of COVID restrictions, and the benefits or not of remote work. Because I want to say, like, uh, when I was studying these things, when I was thinking I was going to be someone more special than I am, we looked at international software development and the, the reduction of bandwidth, the further separated people were. And, um, and we were talking about this many years ago. And so it's an international problem. So COVID might go away, but actually it's, its effect on how we work is not going to go away. And is, is this a good thing that we've ended up, ended up with? Because I, I, actually, I, could, I would argue that actually we are now more prepared to work with the distantly remote other than the socially remote, as they say these days, the distantly remote, uh, we're much more set up to work with those. And actually, BAs can work all over the world, I would argue. Well, I remember a few years ago, I worked for a bank in New Zealand, and they had the option of sending all the coding off to a, another continent or bringing the people on site. And they tried sending the code off to the other continent, and the quality and the results just weren't there so they went to the great expense of moving those people into Auckland housing them up bringing them in 
and people facing them to make sure that we had the right quality. So that was a situation where they could remotely, but no, once we brought them on site, the quality and the productivity was far, far better. Well, I, just let me ask a question here, Glenn. I take it there wasn't a lot of video conferencing conducted then. It was more hand off the code and then get something back the next day. I go well, on aspect. You can't oh, really do video conferencing while someone's coding. No, exactly, Glenn, but this is the thing. There's two aspects of this. Okay, there's the there's the uh, being present in the room and there's being present on the screen, but we're also talking about time zones. Uh, and remote remote working as we're doing in COVID, mm -hmm. at least in um, my work at the moment, is that everyone's online during the day. There is a big separation when you have to hand off overnight. That is, that's a big separation because you can't, um, you might have to stretch your time zone, but normally you would just let it, uh, and then uh, any problem propagates over 24 hours uh, or the, to the next 12 hours. So that's a different proposition, actually. Um, when and there's a and so, so the time zone is the one thing so let's jump mm -hmm. to the get them in the same room so they're yeah. all coding in this so everyone's coding in the same room i'm, I'm not sure about that there's no I think, no one I does what, extreme programming oh no so so you focus when you focus and then you collaborate when you collaborate and be able to you can switch between the two more quickly when yeah. you're working remotely and also well, the collaboration let me advance the argument that the collaboration is better online than when you're in the same room. Let's walk out down that path for a second here. Well, I some, of my colleagues, some of my colleagues have pointed out that people are more engaged in the meetings, they pay more attention. There's less people sort of fiddling at their computer, pretending to take notes, but actually doing something else. Everyone's very well, aware that they're being called by the others, so people are doing more. And part of the reason they do it is because the meeting is more focused, it's a little shorter, it's squeezed in and then it's over and then they get back to what they're doing and they stop trying to do two things at once. And again, my experience has been very, very different. That, and I am guilty of this myself. I put up my hand that, yes, I've been in a meeting and I've been doing other work because no one's next to me watching me. They can't see what I'm doing. So they may be able to see my face but they can't see what I'm doing underneath the table. This is where the space. art of the VA comes in. This is the art oh. of the VA. And just as much as in the um, last 20 odd years, we've been focusing on making um, workshops ideal you know, for, and how to best direct people's attention to the workshops. Now the focus is on how to best direct people's attentions online. And it depends on the subject matter, it depends on the time of day, it depends on what obviously each individual is doing, but it depends on the business analyst to employ techniques to keep people engaged. And um, as I think I'm finding, it's not that hard. Um, even if you can't see them uh, to keep them engaged, if you know what you're doing. How large are your workshops? I must admit, I've, uh, the largest of workshops is now mm. nine. So having a 15 or 20 person workshop, I have not employed that. And I've not employed multiple room kind of techniques yet. Mm. Um, but I think yes. I think that might be just a matter of practice and knowing the correct techniques. Yeah, I find that, uh, yeah, I'm very limited by the number of people I can invite to a meeting. and. 
then going back to this business of, okay, when I have a break, I can go off and do the washing. I'm not paid by my client to do the washing. When I have a break, I can walk over to someone's desk and catch them. And because they're not replying to my emails or my phone calls, but I know they're there so I can catch them unawares. Well, but and yes, I but these say, days, oh, well, nice little, where in your corporation, surely there's a nice little green light to tell you if someone's in a meeting or not. If it's red, they're in a meeting. If it's orange, they're away. If it's green, they're there. And yes. sometimes I just, instead of just putting, uh, typing a text message, I might just um, press the call button. Uh, yes. I must admit, I, like you, have been a great employer of the uh, water cooler technique in business analysis, mm. um, or the just drop by your desk and might, I just might chat with you, uh, technique in business analysis. You can't do that remotely, but you do have the little green light and you can, you... And, and you can just try it on. You can just well, say, oh, you do. But a lot of my clients, just have read across. They book out the whole day because yeah. they have things that are far more important than you are. Well, guess what? I think I'm far more important yeah. than things they are doing. Let's let's talk about that. So you can let's just say, okay, let's go with the, the water cooler, the, the look across the room, see if they're free. Yeah, they're good. If they're in the same room and there's someone you want to talk to and they're free, right? The water cooler thing, you know, like they're getting a cup of tea or coffee, right? If there's someone you want to see and they just happen to be at that tea spot when you're there, it's rather limiting. We work with people all around the company, up and down in different sites in different cities sometimes. And also people move around. You, the, we're all in agile offices these days when we're back on site. And you, you, you don't know where people are, right? And yet when you're online and you see they're free, you can ping them and you don't have to call them directly. And even if they've got it all blocked out, you can just send them the little team's message, hi, so-and-so, you know, and you're just saying, are you available? And you could ignore it, they can ignore it, or if they go, yeah, actually, I wouldn't mind talking to David. And then they'll pick it up, I wonder what's on his mind. And so you can get far more connectivity. You can have more water cooler moments and you can have more look across the room and just catch their it eyes. It does take it. a bit of more naps. It does take a bit of uh, putting yourself out there and forcing them yourself. It depends on the person you're talking to, obviously. Learning. Someone it's called learning. Yeah, learning and evolving, David. Something which yeah, I'm accusing yeah. Glenn of There's more doing. than learning and evolving. It's actually yeah. building trust. And this is a big thing with when you reduce bandwidth trust becomes a much bigger thing I so will they take your call will they take your call yes. you know, the water cooler they can't get out of the way right you got them you no. pin them against the wall you they got, they got nowhere to run down. yeah but do you want to be that sort of a ba the one that they're all run and hide from <laughs> probably not no i always try the good cop thing i leave it up to the project manager to be the bad cop um and you know i always if you don't deal with me um you know so and so will come in and they're not going to be as nice uh, and I'll tell you two, a few secrets on the way and a few insights. Uh, you've got to build trust. And that building trust, you do naturally, and that's how you communicate with people. You need to ramp it up over the on, in the online environment uh, a lot more. It may well, I more, find it has the trust and the rapport and the culture, shall I bring in culture as well, that very much is strengthened by being with people rather than being apart. I mean, you do have the occasions where marriages are formed via online, 
or because people are apart. But more, far more marriages are formed from people being close together and meeting each other. And it's the same with the business analysis. Have you, know, you not heard of online dating, Glenn? Yeah, great. Very much so. Online dating yeah. is the introduction. Yes. But then yes. you do not get a lot of marriages through people remaining online. It does yeah. happen. It does happen. Well, look, However, look, I don't know. Call me lucky or unlucky. It's happening from people actually sitting across the table and looking lovingly into each other's eyes and i like looking lovingly, in, lovingly into my stakeholders eyes make sure I think, we're I think on the Glenn, same plane glenn glenn i think you've you misinterpreted the word stakeholder engagement you go too far that is building trust that's how i'll interpret yeah. that statement yeah yeah, yeah, and then and then what? And then it's okay. So you have a wonderful project. Then they feel jilted when you go on to the next project. Exactly right. What happens? How many? What are you running? Two or three projects at once and multiple stakeholders. Oh, I, I blush to think. Oh yes, it's a juggling act. I tell you, but it's a task yeah, yeah. I must. Do. I think this COVID uh, thing has has pushed us into a new paradigm. It was there available yes. to us. Um, and it was there a long time, but actually it's got used of use. Uh, it's got people used to actually acting through online meetings and stuff, and not being afraid of them and not thinking that there's uh, reducing the cognitive dissonance to setting up a log, uh, uh, online meeting. Oh, I've got to deal with this technology, that thing. I've got to you know, work out if the other person's got that technology. Well, actually, COVID's forced the um, our hand on that, and everyone's using Zoom. And there's yeah, no and, resistance to it anymore. And the wonderful thing was the fact that you could never have planned this. And if you'd organized it and planned it, they would have said it'll never work. Everyone does it at once. Right? If you said, let's just get everyone to do it together and we'll all learn together. We'll have stuff ups, we'll get it, we'll lose the microphone, we won't know how to do this, and you know, we'll, the whole meeting will collapse. And yet we have learned taught each other, we have learned from each other, and now we are all quite competent with the technology. And now we, we go to the next step, beyond competence, beyond just learning how to use the tool. Now we will go fur past that and use the tool in new and different ways. I think we're literally looking at a second wave, not the COVID wave, but the second wave in this working together collaboratively on even more productively with new, new ideas and approaches.